This is Rabbi Sharon Brous, Rabbi Adi Kar, where we're dedicated to reinvigorating Jewish community, ritual, and learning, all while laying the foundation for a just and loving society. You're listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our teachings, our guest speakers, basically anything we think worth hearing that we can capture and stream, you can listen to right here. The whole Megillah. I mean, literally the whole Megillah. So thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. (laughs) At this time, three years ago, uh, Sarah and I were waiting and waiting. (laughs) I was in labor um, after many months of of looking, uh, hopefully, towards this moment. And after many months um, prior to that of the cycles of hope and disappointment that we went through um, for me to become pregnant. Uh, In just a few hours, Sarah and I would welcome our little Noah into the world. And it's hard to believe she's turning three today. (laughs) Um, It's been a pretty eventful three years for all of us. And I remember her baby naming. It's It's hard to believe now Still, how many people turned up in the middle of a a Tuesday morning to celebrate with us as we gave her her name, Noah Lev, Schoenbrunn Sadok, sorry, little one. Melissa and Adam's home was overflowing. We set up a Zoom so that family across the country could watch. We were so ahead of the times. And then as none of us could have possibly anticipated, just three months later, the the world shut down. And the idea of being packed into a room with hundreds of people was a distant memory. The next many months were really hard. And one of the parts that was especially heartbreaking for me was that Noah wasn't able to really be with people, with family and with friends and with her community. I still grieve over the lost connections of that time in her life. And then I look at our little person and the joy that she experiences and exudes being in the world. And I hear from so many people what it was like to watch her grow on Zoom. So many Zooms. <laughs> Turns out she was, she was building community. She was part of love and connectedness. It wasn't how we envisioned it. Uh, and for me, the absence of people in person was pronounced and painful. But thank God she was and she is happy and embraced and embracing. Looking back on those days, particularly through the lens of what she experienced, whereas I might think about what was missing, that period in Noah's life was so full as well. And that's how she she felt and she feels. So what would it look like for all of us to approach our lives and the world with a posture of fullness, with a mindset of abundance? as opposed to carrying the opposite, which we'll see in our Parsha, the mindset of scarcity and lack. And to be clear, a scarcity mentality is not, is not about a financial state. There are too many people, as we know, in our world, in our city, in our community, who are experiencing true need. And that's not what this is about, because we need to do everything that we can to change that situation in our society. But a scarcity mentality is a spiritual state in which a person approaches the world in terms of what is absent or what is missing and believes everything or many things are a limited resource. 
If I have, then you can't. If you have, then I can't. As we enter into our Torah reading today, we're about to be in a moment of high drama. Yaakov, Jacob, is preparing to meet his brother Esav, and the question he is asking himself over and over is, will he still want to kill me? What is about to happen? As you may recall from two weeks ago, 20 years earlier in our story, Yaakov dresses up like his hairy twin Esav, and tricks their father into giving him the blessing of the firstborn that rightfully belonged to his brother Esav. In anguish at learning what happened, Esav cries out and says to Yitzchak, Barcheni gam ani avi, bless me too, my father. Yitzchak, their father, also shaken by what has just happened, responds, your brother came with deceit, he took the blessing. Esav, incredulous, keeps asking, do you really only have one blessing? Barcheni gam ani avi, he repeats. Bless me too, Father, bless me too. This moment is one in which Yitzchak is convinced that he only had one blessing to give, and so he has nothing left. Esav, on the other hand, keeps asking, keeps insisting, how could it be that there's no more blessing to give? Esav doesn't understand the zero-sum blessing game, which everyone else seems to accept. This idea represents that scarcity mentality, that there is a limited amount of something, of power, of love, of resources. And if one person gets, the other person can, which of course we know is not true. So fast forward to today's Parsha, and as part of his preparations for meeting his brother Esav, Yaakov prays. Katonti mikol hachasadim umikol haemet sheasita et avdecha. Katonti mikol hachasadim umikol haemet sheasita et avdecha. The song by Yonatan Razel, this prayer of Yaakov in today's Parsha, God, I, I, am, I am humbled by, I am unworthy of the kindnesses and the truth that you have bestowed on, on me. Hatsileni na. Save me. Help me. I am humbled and I am unworthy. But Rashi, a famous commentator, explains Yaakov's fear in this moment. He reads it not as, not as I'm humbled or but instead, I am smaller, I am diminished. I am diminished, God, by your kindness that you have bestowed upon me. What does that mean? Yaakov is afraid that he's going to have a negative outcome with his brother because he has had so many good things happen to him that he feels like he must have used up his merits. Used up his merits. There's a limited amount of good and of kindness that he can experience in the world. What a bizarre and problematic way to think a worldview in which goodness and mercy are of limited supply. The scarcity mentality that we witnessed 20 years earlier in Yitzchak's response to his sons as well. When they finally meet and Esav embraces his brother crying, and, and Yaakov keeps trying to give him things, <laughs> to give him gifts. Esav says, 
יש לי רב, אחי, יהי לך אשר לך. A beautiful answer from the brother Esav, an unexpected answer perhaps in light of the experience he himself had 20 years ago. Esav says, יש לי רב, I have a lot, my brother. I have enough. You can have what is yours. It's okay, Yaakov. Don't you see? We can both have abundance. Our child Noah has taught us so many things in these three years. She continues to teach Sarah and me every single day. And one of the things that she has taught us is of the abundance in the world where we, we might see lack. She has experienced blessing. And so I want to offer a blessing to all of us this morning from the words of the author and educator Parker Palmer. In the human world, abundance does not happen automatically. It is created when we have the sense to choose community, to come together to celebrate and share our common store, whether the scarce resource is money or love or power or words, the true law of life is that we generate more of whatever seems scarce by trusting its supply and by passing it around. Authentic abundance does not lie in secured stockpiles of food or cash or influence or affection, but in belonging to a community where we can give those goods to others who need them and receive them from others when we are in need. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, it's Rabbi Brous again. Thank you so much for listening. Want more content like this? I hope you'll subscribe. And please consider making a contribution to Ikar so we can continue to work toward the fulfillment of our mission, to reanimate Jewish life, to embody moral courage, to nurture the spirit, and to work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Visit our website at ikar.org. That's I-K-A-R.org. And I hope to see you, maybe even in person, sometime soon.